You're listening to the Rogers Waterfowl Podcast. This is A.A. Ron Jones. Chandler Smith here. Let's talk some waterfowl. It's just an unbelievable spot to wear. Like these layout blinds. I mean, and a lot of people hunt in layout blinds mm-hmm. in that style, but the little location that we found was a perfect storm. Oh, it was just absolutely epic. And I can't believe we ever went away from it, but it was on a it was on a pretty decent one acre. Maybe a little yeah. One one plus acre pond. It wasn't really a pond. Miniature lake. It used to be a pay lake. Um but we uh were in uh a location in an area in Missouri where there's tons of geese. I think you used to live there, and uh, boy, I mean, we—I mean, the, the ducks weren't, you know, weren't crazy, but the the Canada geese were just freaking—they would fill up when it was the right time of year, and there's just there's everywhere, and uh, we had this pond that we hunted floating geese on, or you know, during the ice, you know when it was iced on, uh, we would set up, you know, full bodies, Bigfoots and stuff, and Dakotas and throw some floaters inside the we break break ice you know chainsaw whatever sometimes we just use an axe if it was thin enough um but uh that brings me back to the the sledgehammer and jet sled boat on ice kind of thing so oh my gosh we are uh didn't have a dog and, and the whole the whole lake is ice and um we had a we had a go sailing a little bit on us and uh, we had to go chase it down, but the ice wasn't thick enough for us to go running across it. <laughs> and uh, so I jumped in a, a jet sled magnum, big the black jet sled magnum, and I had we had a sledgehammer, and that was like my outboard. So I hopped in that, and I would just start pushing and pushing. I got up going pretty fast, and I started chasing around this goose out in the middle of the lake, and it was just pretty hysterical because I, I wasn't – I was on ice and there was no like metal runners on the jet sled. So it was hard to turn or, you know, exactly point where you need to go because you would just slide through the turn or, or just go in circles and stuff. And uh, so it was quite hysterical out there chasing the bird around. And I don't know why. And this happened. It's just, I think it's happened to everybody. But you go after a bird like that and you always just leave your gun, you know, at the blind or something. And that's the wrong thing to do. I mean, it did. It didn't take me long to figure out never to, to leave a gun whenever you're going to retrieve <laughs> yeah. a, a wounded bird. Um, but yeah, finally got the bird back, but that, that hunt, we were using layout blinds on the side of this cut bank on this pond. And I had no goose had any idea where we were because the, how the profile of a layout blind is, you know, the back's obviously the highest point. And then, but we were on this cut bank on this pond to where the back was butted up against uh, like this cut bank and there was grass right above. And so we took the, the grass from around that you know, a small lake, that pond, and we blinded in, or we brushed in our blinds, and we got, we had about five layout blinds next to each other on this cut bank, and we had two small little trees to our right and left of the whole spread, of the whole deal, and the foot bags of our layout blinds were in the water a little bit. We were just, I have a picture on my phone. It was just, you closed the doors, and you could not tell anything was there. It looked just like a nice natural slope into the water. 
and then I have a picture of what the, what the doors open. That's what you've seen. Mm-hmm. And you just see Goosebuster, Roger's Goosebuster across like five different, you know, p- cockpits. And it was just an awesome looking um, spot. And we sure hammered the geese out of that. And, uh, and that particular, well, that particular hunt with the jet sled, it was iced over and we had a huge hole, you know, in the middle, but this goose was like out in the, out in the center of the ice and the ice wasn't thick enough to go running out there. So I got in that jet sled and started. Used it as a boat. Yeah. Well, I used it like to disperse my weight. And then if I did fall, I wasn't, if it did start to break through, I was in a, in a, of a flotation device of some sort to where I probably could figure out a way to manage or something. But, yeah. Uh, that uh, sledgehammer wouldn't have worked so well as a paddle to get back. But, no. You know, it is what it is. I might have had to sledgehammer my way back, um, breaking ice to get back to the bank. But that was a great little pond we hunted and a lot, of, a lot of geese. And we got – I think the next year we got ambitious and we built a boat blind for that pond. And I think I think it wasn't as good. It wasn't as low profile. It wasn't as, sure. as uh, hidden as our, our layout blind set up. But, you know, we wanted the – we wanted the heater and, you know, the stove. This is a pontoon boat, by the way, and, and it was it was huge. <laughs> it was fun. But it, it, that was kind of fun, but I don't think we ever had the birds work like we did with this layout line set up because you could not tell we were there. Oh, yeah. They, they, they just no 100% idea. commit. Yeah. When you, when you get it right, they'll 100% commit. So today, um, this A.A. Ron here, we got Chandler. That's who you heard talking just a second ago. We're going to talk a little bit about layout blinds. Um, we've got a ton of them that we sell, but today we're really going to focus on like the Rogers uh, layout blinds, the Goosebusters, the LPs. Um, we've got a bunch of different blinds that we offer, and that's one thing that we really pride ourselves in is our Goosebusters series of blinds. One, we think they're they're, they're really top of the line. We, we move a ton of them, and I mean, I we hardly ever, if any, you know, come back or hear any issues of them, and they're they're one of the number one blinds on the market. You you look at people um, if they're using layout blinds, and they you know on social media and Rogers Goosebuster logo, it's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's we we get to we sell all sorts of layout blinds, but um, and we get to see returns on a lot of other of their brands and the Rogers. I mean, we we do not see no um, any come back and and I think that's because of where we're having them made. I mean, the, the people making these are extremely technical, extremely, um, they, they make a lot of stuff that's a lot more, uh, in depth and in, intuitive than a, a layout blind. And we just so happen to have them, uh, make our layout blinds and they just put a lot of quality craftsmanship into them. And so we don't see them come back. I mean, Mm-mm. um, they, we've been selling these things for maybe is it 10 years now? Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, at least, at least, yeah. Yeah. They're just awesome blinds. Um, kind of a little rundown on these on our layout blinds is we have a new for this year, Elite Double XL, which we'll go over here in a bit, which mm-hmm. is just an awesome blind. Let's start, yeah, I was going to say what we can do is we've got, what, five signature blinds, and if you let's start at the, the kind of the smallest and work our way up. Okay, so that was actually on the up part. Yeah, so let's start at the smallest. Smallest would be our, our working man's LP. Yeah. So that is a low profile blind. Um, it's a great price point. Um, it's still heavy duty in 900D material. Or, um, and uh, we, we're offering it this year in Max 5 and Bottomland. But it's a basic, just a head, like a backrest frame, and that's it. It's pretty simple. It's quick to set up, and, it's, and it packs down real small, the size of like a backpack. 
So if you running and gunning or you want that low profile because you're in a bean field or something, definitely look into that blind. And as long as you're not six foot eight, you know, and and play football, it's a blind that fits most people. Yeah. So the size of that, I'll just throw that out there. The the cockpit opening on that's going to be 22 inches wide, and this is the Goosebusters LP. This is kind of one of the smallest blinds, 78 inches long, 26 inches wide. So um, that that's going to be kind of the footprint of that. So what do we have uh, that's one step up from that? The LPXL, which is kind of the same design. Um, you have a, a, a bar for your gun rest, and you have your in a in a basically a. Uh, uh, backrest bar yeah and it's rest. just a low profile it doesn't have it's not a full frame um, but it, it goes up to was a 94 or not 94 84 inches long 84 by 32 so you're looking at about six extra inches in length and about six extra inches in width but again it's that low profile design and when we say low profile it is basically just that bar for your gun rest uh, headrest type bar and that's it there there really isn't a ton of structure to the doors there's no um, frame up by your shoulders it's basically just tension straps um, that keep those sides up that go from the gun rest bar to, to your that neck headrest. Rest, yeah. The headrest yeah so, and it, this when you get to the lpxl you get a pvc waterproof flooring which yes. is which is really cool, and, and that's what I love about our blinds, and I'll, we'll get into that here in a second. So LP, LPXL, and then we work into the, the Goosebusters yeah. regular Goose, frame Just called the yeah, Goosebuster layout blind. It's uh, one of the originals, and it's the uh, um, full-frame blind and waterproof flooring up to six inches. We're offering it this year in Max 5 and Bottomland, and this thing is a workhorse. A lot of guys love these. Um, I own the XL. We'll get to that here in a second. But what are the uh, what's the overall size? And the size of the regular Goosebusters, you're looking at 78 inches long, 30 inches wide. So the difference here, I'm going to run through this as um, as well. The height on the LP is 11 and a half inches, 12 inches on the LP XL. When you start getting into the frame blinds that have like the door frames and the side frames, this Goosebusters now is 16 inches high. So it is going to be a little bit higher in profile, but again, you get that full frame to it. So you're not going to have doors that are resting on top of you or anything like that. It's It's got that frame, and this is where you start getting the cams on the doors mm -hmm. too that to you adjust can adjust you had to keep that keep that up off of you so after yeah, the anybody's seen that egg-shaped cam and you don't know what it's for it's the adjust your door pitch door angle mm -hmm. um and depends on how much room you want you know a lot of time the the collars the goose collars need more room to move their hands um, and their arms, because they're up, you know, by the face blowing a goose call, they need to pitch those doors up a little bit. Or anybody taking pictures, filming, yeah. anything mm -hmm. like that, you can keep that up off your chest. So yeah. that's a that's a handy thing, too. So we move up from the standard. Mm -hmm. To the Goosebuster XL. And that's been our, it's been our biggest one for a while. And uh, it's my favorite. I own multiple of them. And, uh, and I don't know why I only get to hunt out of one, but I guess I take everybody else in the so over the years, I got a Max 4 one, I think, which that's been a while. And I have a KW one, which that's been a while. Yeah, that has been a while. That goes to tell you guys that I've had those blinds for five, six plus years, mm -hmm. and I'm still using them. Oh, yeah. So the size of the XL is going to be 86 by 36 by 18. So you're going to get eight inches more in length than the standard. Um, six inches more in width, and it's going to be two inches taller. And I would say it is probably our most popular um, blind. Now, to me, the standard um, 
is 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 a good size blind. It's easy to hide, but if you're one that you like to put your gun, your gun case, blind bags, and all sorts of stuff inside with you, um, that XL is really where it's at. I think for me, because you can you can store a lot of stuff inside that blind with you. Um, if you've got kids or um, sometimes if it's brutally cold, which I have hunted, you throw a sleeping bag or something in there with you. <laughs> Don't get everybody's secrets away. Yeah. Um, get a cheap sleeping bag and throw it in your layup line when you're hunting late January goose. I mean, it's absolutely those, amazing. Yeah, those uh, light goose seasons, man, those conservation orders. There's been times where I've literally been in a blind, and it is a blizzard in your face. You're you're hiding your blinds in, like, snow banks and fields throw a snow cover on there, which we'll get to here in a minute. So um, Goosebuster XL is by far one of our more popular blinds. And then new for this year. It's the Elite. So um, the Tough Man series is the, the Goosebuster XL, the Goosebuster, and the LPXL. And the Working Man series is that Goosebuster LP, which is the, the $129.99 price point. And then the Elite is we got this Elite Double XL, which is brand new for this year. Um, so that's kind of our three. We have a three-tier system as far as – um, our products that, you know, Rogers, the Rogers gear products. And that's we, new for this year. So yeah, let's yeah. run through that really. Yeah, the elite series and the tough main series and then the working main series. And the elite being the high. The top. Yeah. top. Okay. And, and kind of what is that going to be? Like, I know we do that in blinds. We do that in waders. We do that in decoy bags. So that's the yeah. one with all the bells and whistles, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to have more accessories and it's going to have um, gadgets. You know, as far as this layout blind, it's got a pretty cool system, a breakdown system that is, you know, you know, pretty awesome, and it works uh, really, really well. Um, going to our, our full-frame blinds in the Toughman series, there's six pins that you have to put in if you want to break it up, you know, leave it up or break it down. Um, so there's, you know, two for the door frame at the headrest and then two angle support bars, and there's two on the door frame by the footrest. Those are your six pins, and you're done. And it's pretty fast, but sometimes when your hands are cold, messing with those pins are kind of annoying. Sometimes I don't even break my blinds down. If I don't need to, I just throw them in the bed of the truck full and I just stuff things inside. So, but this Elite Series Goosebuster Double XL layout blind in the back, we'll just go into it, is two cam bars that you can basically push from the back. And it breaks down completely flat. You don't have to touch a pin. It is two seconds worth. You hop out of the blind, you kick both these bars in the back, they buckle and then they fold flat. And then you take one strap. Um, just because there's tension and you go across the the blind horizontally and you buckle it and you cinch it down and this blind is as flat as you can get any blind. And then you can fold the boot bag up and strap it to straps that come down from by uh, like by your shoulders basically. So there's straps there. So the size of this blind is 86 by 42 by 18. So that XL was 86 by 36. This is 86 by 42. So it is the roomiest of blinds. Yeah, it's more shoulder room. It's Definitely wider. more shoulder room. And actually, it creates a different pitch, being that it's still 18 inches tall. Mm-hmm. Um, it Maybe if you're hunting not as many stacked up blinds, like when you go to our regular Goosebuster, um, being an 18-inch or a 16-inch tall blind um, and 30 inches wide, it starts to get more of a hump shape. And then when you go to the XL, it kind of has more of that molt mound. And then when you get to this one, it's, what was it, 42 inches wide. It really starts to get that mound look. So if you are hunting, if you like to hunt, maybe not in pods where you put all your layout blinds together, if you're hunting by yourself or you put in layout blinds in multiple locations, um, you know, if you're in tall grasses or anything like that, that this 
XL kind of has more of a mound profile that's not so extreme. So, and another thing it's really got that's kind of cool is it's got those, what do you want to call them, like handlebars on the side mm, yeah. to assist you getting out. And it's one of those things that you might think, oh, like, you know, an old man get out of, you know, get up off the ground bar. But it's so handy because a lot of times when you're getting in and out of a layout blind, you don't think about it. You just put all your weight on those doors on the side. And while our blinds can take it, you know, it's not necessarily the best thing. It can break that blind down. Um, but these have those bars on the side that once you get to use them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's um, you. They fold flat when they're out of your way, so they're not in your way for when you're hunting. But when you're ready to get out, you just you basically pull up on them, and the uh, bottom of it pops out. And then you can just, they're almost like Olympic uh, gymnastic bars kind of thing. Yeah. You can just put your hand in and stand up from them. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about... Um, all of our blinds, with the exception of the, the Goosebuster LP, that Working Man LP, have a waterproof tub on them. Let's talk about that. Yep, six inches high on the sides. Um, PVC waterproof. It's PVC welded waterproof bottom, and it's you know for most guys it's going to benefit them to keep when the ground gets moist and and, and wet from from you know defrosting from an early morning hunt. It's going to keep your all your gear and all your the back and your the back of your legs dry from the ground underneath which would soak through a blind that doesn't have that but i use it a lot of times in more extremes to where i'm sitting in a couple inches of water i'm on the edge of the water line you know you know that we'll go into that in a bit because um, it's a very fun way to hunt and just like that that the edge of the pond story i was talking about that's kind of how we had like the boot bags just barely trickling into the water and we still had waders on and stuff. So even if it did go over that little six inch mark, you know, it wasn't that big a deal since it was that, that low on the blind, it wasn't up by you, but, uh, it's a great feature. It gives you a lot of, it protects your gear and keeps you from getting soaking wet and it offers a little bit more, uh, versatility as far as where you're going to be putting your layout blinds. Oh, yeah, and that's one thing that I've had happen to me personally on a number of occasions, whether it's a late duck or goose season or especially that spring conservation order. A lot of times you'll get at, out into that field in the morning, and there's been a freeze overnight, so you're setting everything up. But um, if you end up sitting there through the afternoon, guess what? Things thaw. Um, that frozen ice is now a puddle and or that field that had a hard... Um, layer on top you're now sitting in mud so the waterproof feature is huge to me just because everything stays dry and like I said I like to put everything in my blind because um, it just it, it creates less of a hassle trying to stash blind bags behind a blind and then cover them up or you know gun scabbard anything I just I put it all in the blind with me it's out of sight out of mind if it starts raining it's going to stay dry um, that's just nice so another thing too is our blinds are not a thin material. No, they're they're very thick, like nine hundred denier nylon or like a like a polyester material. They're very durable, um, and you can feel it with the texture. Um, very rugged. We don't have any rips and tears. I mean, very very rarely. Definitely a heavy material on these blinds, so they're not gonna not gonna rip on you when you throw them out in corn stalks or beans or cattails or whatever you throw them in. The brush is not gonna get to them. So out of all of our layout blinds that we've got, there's five total, um, three of them are going to be offered in Max 5 and new for this year, Bottomland. So what are the two that are just in Max 5 only? 
uh, just the brand new Elite Double XL. Um, this is our first year with that one. We kept it with the uh, the Max Five, more of a versatile pattern as far as where you're going to hunt with it in it. And it's a big blind, so it might not be made for the bean field or or the you know the sand bank kind of thing. Which the bottom land, the goal for that those blinds, which we did it in the XL, the regular, and the LP. Um, those three blinds are probably our best selling. Um, they've been out the longest and um, you know, our goal in that bottom land was for guys using them in different scenarios, maybe using them for duck hunting and more of that smart weed or something like that, or using them in bean fields where they're a little bit more gray green, um, early season goose hunting when you're not dealing with dry, you know, dead grass, you're dealing with actually green grass and, um, stuff like that. Um, that winter wheat, sometimes the bottom land is going to give you a better backdrop for when you put your, your stubble, your brush on You brush it in. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of a darker palette, and then you fill it in with whatever you're yeah. hunting in, whatever environment, whether it be a grass, a corn. And heck, I, I mean, I, I believe in the, the darker camo patterns a lot of times, too, because if you're adding brush on top, it creates a, de- a great depth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, instead of... Uh, running something like a blades or kw1 to where you get you're just throwing corn on top of that it, it works but sure. if you're in scenarios or in hunting areas that are not just bright yellow for like you're not in a cornfield you're going to have depth you're going to have a lot of dirt involved and even on cornfield sometimes if they if they've chisel plowed or something they've done something if they really if they didn't leave a lot left you don't have a lot to blind in and if you have a darker blind you might be able to get away uh, with hunting that instead of using something that's bright, like or not bright, but just more yellows and grasses, you know. And uh, I, I do. I like the contrast more because I think it breaks up outlines. If you have more of a contrast, it's going to break up more of that rectangle shape. Whereas if you've got a light spot that's all the same, well, I say the same color, but if it's all one big light spot, it's going to look like a light rectangle. Whereas if you've got something that's dark with light on top of it, it tends to break up that that silhouette. So. Uh, that that's that's really nice. Speaking about breaking up silhouettes and camouflage and brushing in, we've got something new that we came up with this year. We did a video on it. So all of these blinds have videos on them. Check that out on our YouTube, and we've posted them on social media. But we've got a new a new thing to help break up the silhouettes. Chandler, tell us about what we came up with this year to help with that. And I can't remember if I came up with this product or uh, one of the one of my coworkers. We came up together with it, but this is a something that I've had my hands on since the beginning. Uh, but this is a concealment panel, layout blind concealment panel. Um, it's pretty neat what we did with it. Um, I've only ever seen one on the market, and at, at first I didn't even know there was one on the market. But one of them, uh, you know, it's the basics. the The basic principle is to connect two blinds together and get rid of the hump style when you're hunting multiple four plus blinds even two plus blinds you could use this with two but it's get rid of that hump outline but like with most of the products i want to get my hands on is how, how how can we be different and how can we do this multiple multiple different ideas and angles that we use this product for so that's when we added stakes on one side so we went from a, a concealment panel that connects two blinds together to, to get rid of that hump you don't have to put you don't have to mound grass up in there and then every time you open your doors it, it pushes it down and then you get this hump again um so you, you can cover that hole up you can shove you know uh, gun cases and blind bags in between the blinds and then we wanted to be able to use it on the outside as a skirt 
um, or on the back of the blind. So we have stakes. We have four or five stakes on one side, four stakes. Five, I think. Five. Five stakes, metal stakes, attached to the concealment panel on the outside, on one side, to where you hook one of your concealment panels to the stubble straps on your layout blind, and then you stretch it out, and then you, you sink those stakes in the ground, and that basically, we're taking away this hump, and we're changing it to a very subtle, low-grade mound that the, the geese or the ducks might not notice. Um, um, they might not pick up on that. There's no shadows. We're eliminating shadows. We're getting this nice, soft, gradual line. And for let's say, you know, if you're hunting three layout blinds, you only need um, two in the middle, two on the outside, one, one in the back. back. Um, and these not these aren't that expensive. They're 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 forty dollars for this piece, and they're very versatile. So you can slowly build up, or you can just buy the two for the middle, or you can just buy one for the back. Mm-hmm. You know, one for the back would cover. I think was with three blinds, right? Uh, or was it two blinds? Well, it is 94 and a half inches long or tall and 26 inches wide. So basically, um, you know, it, it looks like you could probably get about three blinds out of it since, you know, the XL is 36 inches wide. Um, it's going to be pretty close there. I mean, it, it'll, it'll get you pretty close to three blinds, but basically it's, it's a, it's reversible as well. It's max five on one yeah. side. It's white on the other. That's the next thing. If you're using yeah. it, when you've got our Roger snow covers, you can use it to also, you know, have the skirt, the back out or skirt the sides out or cover the middles to where you can start hiding things under there or just break your outline to where you're more of a snow mound. So, um, yeah, this, when we, this year for the demo, would we do? Uh, we we put a couple couple blinds out. We even did an elite double XL and a, and a regular Goosebuster XL, I think, and we connected them all with these panels. And man, it was crazy what you what we what came to after we were done. It, it, what uh, the mound and everything was. You really couldn't see any humps, shadows. It was just a perfect slow, gradual line, a mound. Um, it looked really, really good. And, and that's really exactly what it does. So, um, it, it basically, yeah, like you were saying, it takes three or four humps and aggressive humps and turns them into one slow, gradual mound. And, um, depending on how many blinds you have, yeah, you put it one over the back because that's the hardest edge on a layout blind is that back. So you put one that connects off the top by the headrest, stake it down behind, one on either side. And like Chandler was saying too, you can throw, if you don't want to throw your blind bag and gun scabbard in the blind with you, you uh, connect the blinds or put it in front and back. You can put this over the top of them and one, it hides them. Two, it it eliminates those aggressive angles from the layout blinds. And three, it's also another layer of protection for whatever you want to put under it. Yeah. So it's another layer of... And of, it's the heavy-duty 900D material. Absolutely. And the, and the camo side, which we have a Max 5 offered this year, has double straps in it also. So you can grass up these panels one time and roll them up and throw them in your layout blind. And that's how you, you know you go from there. So you, every time you set them out, and then you then you basically... Or you can leave them attached because you know, these these hooks that we have on these things are no joke they're gonna they'll stay attached to your stubble straps if you want to leave them on there um because we've actually when we i think when we messed with one we what we did when we broke down our blind we broke down the blind pulled the six pins out and it, we still had these concealment panels on them and we folded them on top like if you're doing your tent or something and then we folded the foot bag on top of that so it all was already attached ready sure. to go depending on how much you know 
brush you put in it or, you know, material, um, you may not be able to do that, but you can disconnect it, roll it, and shove it inside the blind. Absolutely, that will work. So that was one of those things that's new for this year that is really pretty cool, and it, it's one of those things that you're like, well, I don't know if it'll make that big of a difference, but when we set them up outside here, it made a huge difference. I mean, it, it was shocking how much it eliminated those hard lines. Uh, so one of those things that, that for 40 bucks, it makes a world of difference. Let's talk about snow cover since we were talking about that concealment panel that's um, reversible. To the reversible. Snow side. We have snow covers for all of our blinds. Yep, and a lot of other brands. And, and yes. And these are probably the best snow covers I've ever put my hands on. They are fitted, uh, heavy-duty material, and they're, they're not pink, blue, yellow, purple, any of the those, Off-whites, yeah. The hints that a lot, sometimes some people have tried to make snow covers in the past, and they've just the material they use tend to have a pink, tend to have a blue, blue. yellow, blue, sometimes yeah. hue to them. Um, and it just doesn't look natural in the snow, but ours, I mean – um, we, we took a while, but we got it figured out to where they're, I mean, they're white. When you put them in a snowbank, man, it looks great. Yeah. You pile snow in between them. <laughs> disappear. It's some of my favorite hunting. I mean, we've, we've had some of the, one of the best hunts, super cold, shoved these in the snowbank. And I just remember, I mean, you couldn't hardly see the blinds until we opened the cockpit and it was raining or not raining. It was snowing so hard when you close the cockpit for 10, 15 minutes, your blind was gone again. The only thing I remember about that hunt was that the snowbank got so tall behind us that it was just blowing, rolling down into the blind. Yeah, so down your neck. Down and... your neck. So you had to keep your hood up, and it was just cold, but it was a blast. I mean, I remember when we shot our last volley, and we all limited out. Everybody in there had our, our three birds here in Missouri. You'd never seen somebody pick up so fast because it was that cold. <laughs> yes. We, uh, I don't think we put half anything back in the right order or the right place or in the right bag. It was We pulled the trailer up. Did a, did a donut and just threw everything in and ran. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm looking here. Yeah, we sell them for all of ours, the other more popular, some of the more popular blinds. So we've got you covered there. And again, the hunting in snow, using a snow cover, that's where that waterproofing comes in nice and handy too because you're going to sit in a snowbank, and, of course, your body heat's going to go through the bottom of that blind. It'll probably melt a little bit of that snow, but waterproof um, – no harm, no foul there. We sell some accessories, too. We have um, a springboard and a blind blanket. We won't cover too much on that. The springboard no. um, is a padded uh, backrest that has – it's got a, a plastic mold uh, inside of it that it it's arced, and it's supposed to it, – it kind of, you know, flexes against the lower part of your back, and, it, and you kind of can bounce on it, and then you can – it just helps your body – spring up out of that position it's not a mechanical device it's not anything that could really go bad um, besides when you jump on them Um, but you kind of lay them and it it helps to lower arc your back and it just gives you that extra um, assist uh, assist yeah to where you kind of spring forward and you can push off of it with your lower back and you can sit up and guys really love them Um, and you can you can pounce up a little bit faster or if you know um, really nice and then the blind blanket um, and these both work hand in hand. You can have both of them in your blind if you want. But the blind bank blankets for colder. It's got some insulation in it, but it's also got like a foil bottom, so it's supposed to, it's reflecting the the cold the cold floor off your back, so you can stay warmer. And it's got that insulation right under your back, so you're not um, you're not losing any of your body heat that way. It's just a little add to when it gets late in the year, something to it's nice and comfortable. Yeah, that springboard's really nice. If you uh, 
hunt with some of those guys that insist on calling the shots, but then they never verbally call the shots. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a handy tool. That way, when you see him lean up, you can be up and, and shooting as soon as he does. I've, yeah. I've hunted with guys like that. They're like, okay, I'm going to call the shots. And so birds are coming in, and then pretty soon you hear a gunshot and birds are falling, and you're like, great job calling the shot. Yeah. <laughs> We've all hunted with those guys. It's, it's the nature of the beast. So let's run through and, and list some of the prices, um, starting with the, I guess you could say, the smallest blind, that working man, Goosebusters LP. Um, that's uh, that's on our website, and it's going to be in our newest flyer for... 130 bucks. 130 bucks. Free shipping. Free shipping. Working up from that is the Goosebusters LP. That's another... That's the Tough Man series. 180 bucks. 180 bucks. So, um, yeah, that not a bad price there either. And then is the Goosebuster Standard. At 189.99. So there's there's not a, a huge jump right there. Just a ten dollar difference between a, a full frame and an LP. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because you know there's, there's still a lot of material between those two blinds, and there's still some framework in the LP um, for is your headrest and like that gun rest. But do you want a low profile blind because you're going to be hunting and stuff that needs it, or do you want a full frame blind? So you just got to pick which one works for you. So, and that's why we sell a lot more of the Goosebuster because everybody wants that full frame blind. And then jumping up to that Goosebuster XL at 209. 209, which still isn't bad. And then for the big dog, the Elite Double XL is at the 249.99 price point. And that's the one, yeah, that's the one that you literally you just knock those two uh, devices down back by the headrest and that thing collapses and you can just stack them. Yeah. Which is really nice, uh, especially guys that. If you, you're hunting with a big group of guys, if you've got a trailer, if you're an outfitter, um, whatever, you can literally squash these things down, um, no pins to pull, stack them, um, and there's plenty of room. So they're, they're really nice. So what I wanted to talk a little bit about, too, now that we've kind of go, gone over what Rogers offers, we offer a whole, a whole gamut of, of, of layout blind products, and we really do well with all of them. And uh, we're really in the great location. We, we guys around here hunt out layout blinds all the time, and we we sell a ton of layout blinds up north and out west. And you know, it's a it's a great hunting tool. And I wanted to talk about the different scenarios that people are using them in. And and you know, most people who are in the waterfowl industry, knowing that they're going to be using a cornfield, you know, for a you know, they've been using a cornfield for a long, long time since the first FA layout blind. Um, and then, you know, bean fields, I've used them in bean fields, but you have, you, it's a little bit harder to use them in bean fields. And that's where True the story. bottomland angle came in at, um, you know, and I've, guys want to be using them on sandbanks on the river, you know, that stuff like that. You, that's probably where I'd be using a bottomland also. Um, there's so many different things, um, for ducks and geese, um, you know, for duck hunting, don't be, don't, don't keep yourself like in a box, like we mentioned in a couple of podcasts about where you could use these blinds because throwing these in some, you know, stick yourself in the middle of some smart weed where you have some dry ground or some some water, even if you do soak the blind past the six inches, if you're in waders, you can duck hunt out of a layout blind in, in this type of marshy feel and have an awesome low-profile look mm-hmm. that that really the ducks might not have seen yet or they won't know you're there at all because you're not some – you're not standing by a tree or you're not some big 
grass hump or something, you know, even though a lot of times that that works if you can blind yourself in well. But what I see a lot of guys fail at is, you know, completely covering themselves up. They're, they're, when the ducks fly over, you're sticking out and they see you because you're hiding behind some, you know, chicken wire panel that you've built or you, you have made, stuff like that. This low-profile outline, you're going to be able to grass it in and get super low, and the ducks will never be able to spot you, even from a directly overhead point. So that's, I mean, be creative with these things, and you can get in some crazy spots, and you can hunt, and you can have some great hunts to where, I mean, these these waterfowl have no idea you're there. Oh, yeah, we've even had guys tell us they turkey hunt out of them. Yeah. They'll throw them out in the middle of a field, and... They will straight up turkey hunt out of them. So it's, I mean, the the possibilities are just limited by your creativity, yeah. really. Yeah, my mind's turning. We have our opener duck in a couple of days. Man, it's itching. I'm just trying to think. Um, I think I know where to go. I've been really busy at work. I think I know where to go, but I haven't figured out what type of concealment system I want to use. Um, I haven't figured out what. And then one of the one of the uh, one of the angles I want to go at is a layout blind at this place I like to hunt that I know where the birds like to go. Sometimes there's really, really shallow, if not out of water, uh, spots close to water. Like it's, it's way back in the back. Um, it's where the birds tend to fly and where they tend to, to land when you are hunting there. If you don't get, you know, if you don't get them to land in your spread, they tend to go back here in this secluded area but it's real shallow water, and there's a lot of times if it's not too high, there's dry land. But not a lot of tall cover. Um, but exactly, not a lot of tall cover. It's completely flat. There's no trees, no – it's usually just smart weed or you know, just some, you know, just weeds and stuff you get to hide in. Um, so my idea was to get out there. Maybe if I'm in a couple inches of water because we've had a lot of rain lately, uh, I, I know where these – this higher hump is to where another guy from a binocular standpoint looking at this spot he might see it as it's underwater knee deep to waist deep which i know it's not it's a few inches deep because usually on not non you know uh heavy rain years that it's usually out of water so i know where this spot's at and i can take a layout blind and set up maybe i'm in four inches of water or six inches maybe i'm in eight and i fill the blind up but i'm in waders so i'm not caring and it's the first day of duck season maybe you know we'll see it's one thought i have right now um and going out there and i'm back where the birds want to be I, i'm not using any type of tree cover and stuff like that i'm out in the open but i'm i'm low enough to where the weeds around me are about the same they're about 18 inches tall they're about the same level as the layout blind mm-hmm. that's an angle i'm looking at for this weekend and it could be a blast. Yes. Because if the birds are here, we've had a lot of rain. There's water in the marshes. Um, there's water in the flooded fields. It's going to be a blast. I just got to figure out where I'm going and what style of blind concealment system. Because I think concealing is the most important part. I know we haven't said that, but we've said it in other podcasts. Yes. Getting getting yourself invisible from the waterfowl eye is, is a very important part. Because then your calling might not be the most important. And then your decoys might not be the most important. Um, because they're not picking you out and, uh, and sometimes you don't need to call. No, that's, that's a hundred percent right. I am not the best caller in the world. I will 100% admit that every day of the week, but I can get birds to come in if I'm hidden well. I've also been with guys who are exceptional callers, but we haven't spent the time brushing ourselves in 
and we can't get birds to come in. Because mm-hmm. if so they see something, they just they see, see you, something. then something's up. They know something's up. Absolutely. So another thing on on I'll just jump into the, something with layout blinds is in a goose spread or even a duck spread in the field. Where are people putting their layout blinds, and where do you think you in know? relation to the spread? Yes. Absolutely. Um, I've seen a lot of spread diagrams and i think there might even be an app for that you can (laughs) look at different diagrams uh but um a lot of times the question is do you want to be in the middle do you want to be in the back or in the front um what are your thoughts because i've done it all different ways i would say my thought is xyz but it seems like in the last year i don't know that i've done it the same way twice um, I know for a fact we've always put that kill hole out in front of us. I know sometimes that we've put that kill hole behind us. I know we've set up in the kill hole. I know we've put it off to, you know, kind of at like a, a 45 to either side. I would say me, more often than not, it's in front of us. Yeah. And you're in the middle of the decoys? Yeah, we hit the decoys pretty hard right around us. Yeah. So I feel like... That's how a lot of guys do it, mm-hmm. and I think they're they're too nervous to be in the kill hole, mm-hmm. which I really would like to be there because the 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 finishes the birds on top of you is actually a blast. But I think you should you can get away with putting your blinds in the kill hole, which means your decoys are behind you usually. Mm-hmm. I think you can do that if you your blinds are grassed in really well, like, or if you're using a concealment panel. If you are really blended in. And if you have the right grass, the matching grass, and you have a lot of it, or if you have the the best corn stubble layout blinds you can have, and you have tons of corn stubble like corn stubble around, it's just a field full of it. You know those type of fields that they they looks like they harvested pretty quick. They got in, and got out, and there's tons of stuff everywhere you can use to blind in your or to brush in your blinds. When you get in that kill hole, and and those birds work how you want them, and they're finishing in your in your foot bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, is absolutely amazing. Now, don't use the tightest choke in the world because you'll miss. Yeah, that's exactly but, uh, right. It's absolutely a blast. But if you feel like you're you're rushed or you have different, you have a lot of grass on a, on a blind and you're in a layout uh, or in a cornfield or something where you don't have the best of concealment as far as hiding those blinds, I would probably trickle them in in the decoys because the decoys can um, can cover some of that up. But then you go back to your calling. And a lot of times when you, some of these geese, man, they're looking for you when you're, when you're talking to them and yeah, calling from in the decoy sounds right, but it's also their attentions on you as they're coming in they're looking directly at you. So if somebody moves or if you got your head sticking out of a blind and, and you start to call, um, or you move your hands or something like that, they could pick you up because they're focused in on those goose decoys, which, um, I don't know. It's, we've, we've hunted, we've killed a lot of birds out of it in the middle of, in the middle of geese, but having your blind set up in front of the, in the kill hole in, in that X where you want to land and having the geese work in right there. It is a blast whenever you pop out because they are right in your face, right on top of you. I know we've had guys, I've had, uh, uh, some buddies when we hunted down, I think by, by the river hunting the cornfield, we've had, uh, we've had geese landing in layout blinds and they weren't not, they weren't landing for ways up. They were like 10 feet off the ground and then they land in your layout blind. I mean, that's, that's fun. That's crazy. Another thing, um, different areas when you're goose hunting, different like maybe your cow pasture or something. If you if you put layout blinds, maybe not all in a hump when you have lower grass, but if you if you have like fence posts, 
you know, corners or anything like that has mounds, you could put multiple layout blinds in different corners or different areas. They don't have to be right next to each other. And you can, if you can use the tall grass to your advantage, you don't have to have everybody right next to each other. Now, I guess the camaraderie and the, the sitting all sure. the blinds next to each other is great, but you can kind of spread these things out also and hunt that way. If, if you just got to look at the terrain, like when I was talking about the layout blinds on the side of that cut bank, we looked at that terrain and saw a, a great opportunity to hide the blinds because we were using the natural terrain to hide them. And I, I definitely look, I, I look at that a lot before I even make my decision on what kind of blind I'm going out and hunting with the next day. As far as in the scouting, if I see the birds are going to be over here or the birds like to be on this side of the field or this area of the field, what can I use um, that's natural out there to help me? You know, some, maybe, sure. there, maybe there's nothing. Maybe you just got to get out there and put a lot of stubble in your blinds and go hunt. Or maybe you can use a ditch. Maybe you can use the cut bank or, you know, a trench kind of thing. You can really start to see where you can hide these blinds in um, uh, to really to get an advantage on these birds. And I do that kind of in the scouting process or knowing where I'm going to be hunting. I'm going to be hunting in this area, so I know it's very shallow in this certain area. Let me go out there, set up these layout blinds, be super low profile. I don't have anything else around. There's not one... There's not one uh, tree around, but the ducks love to be over here in this water, in this, you know, water and smartweed area. And they just, they like to, they fly over here. They, they loaf over here. You know, that's a, I feel really confident going back to that area. Man, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at our layout blinds and I'm trying to think of, you know, what ones I've hunted out of. I've hunted out of an LP, a standard, and an XL. I have not hunted out of the new Elite double XL and I've not hunted out of the LP XL and out of the ones I've hunted out of I would say that that LP is by far the easiest to brush in hide and make invisible it is just it's one that with that lack of of structure um, so to speak it just it really blends in it doesn't have a high mound look to it Um, but to me it's just almost a little low. There's not quite enough chest room, not a lot of shoulder room, and it feels like that blind's a little bit like it's it's right on top of you. But again, depending on what you're hunting, it's easy to brush in. My personal favorite is probably that Goosebusters XL. What about you? That's what I have. I have an LP too, and we use it for certain area, for certain mm-hmm. reasons, but sometimes it's a backup blind, and other times I, it's just because it's light. It's a backpack strap. You can go on your back. It's the size of a backpack once you're Literally, it when it f- it folds up to 34 by 24. Yeah. So it folds up really, really small. So, I mean, you can throw some duck floaters or some gooseful bodies over your shoulder with that little backpack, and you're off to the races. Right? Exactly. And if you can't, you know, a lot of, guys, you know, a lot of times when we goose hunt, well, some of the guys I hunt with, you've got trailers and stuff, so you can get away with the bigger blinds. Uh, you don't even have to fold them down sometimes, but when you need to, when you can't access the farmer's field because he doesn't want you on it, driving on it, you got to be able to, you know, haul your decoys in by, you know, on, on foot. So that LPXL, yeah. If you have to walk in, hike in, if you, if you need to, you know, throw it on your back or something that by far, like I said, not the roomiest blind, but man, it packs down small, it's lightweight and it's perfect if, if you don't have a lot of cover and it, it, it doesn't take a lot of cover to brush it in as well and hide it. So um, that's kind of one of the benefits there. It is one of our more popular blinds. Um, and I've hunted out of three of, of our blinds, and I've hunted out of two, three, probably four other different brands of blinds. And I, I know I work at Rogers, but 
you'd think, okay, he's partial to the Rodgers blinds. But to me, I think the way they break down, just the fit and finish. The, the fit and finish, the quality. The functionality. The, the heavy material to the anodized. The really, waterproof the high bottom, quality aluminum frame. Everything, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just a quality. Quality blind, we don't see them come back. They've been out for years. I no. Mean, you should see what mine looked like from six, eight years ago. They're, they're pretty beat up. They but they, but covered, we hunted, they, they but we hunted out of them last fall just fine. Yeah, we hunted out of them this year. Oh, yeah. What was it? Actually, no, we didn't get into them. No, we didn't we get We took in. them to a spot that we got beat to. Yeah. I don't know how we did. We got there at like four in the morning. <laughs> so somebody was there. Well, they were more excited than you, apparently. That's what that boy was. I couldn't believe it. To. So we had to go to another spot. We still, it was, uh, we still killed some early season uh, geese, but we got to a spot and somebody was there and, you know, tip your hat to them. Yeah, it is what it is. Congratulate them on having fun. But I couldn't believe for an early season goose hunt, they were that early. Absolutely. And that's one of those things that I know you're going to listen to this podcast and you're going to be like, oh, these guys, maybe they're just blowing smoke you know, pushing the Rogers binds, ask anybody on social media that's hunted out of one, anybody that's got one, they're going to tell you that they're some of their favorite binds. They're some of the most comfortable. And we get pictures sent to us by, by customers and users all the time on social media. Um, whether they, you know, they've got a mound of ducks, a mound of geese, you know, they're out there with their kids in the blinds and, you know, you see the Rogers and that Goosebuster logo, uh, it's just they're one of the, the more popular blinds, and people absolutely love them, myself included. I know you do because you've got a trailer full of them, mm-hmm. a garage full of them. Yeah, like a, more like a shed full of them. Yes. So um, th- I guess that's my final thoughts, that they're, they're some of the best blinds out there, and not all blinds are created equal. But um, for the price, man, these are tough to beat. And I would strongly suggest, like Chandler said, think outside of the box and think of how you can use them because you, you add one of these to your, your arsenal. Look at the terrain and yeah. look at what you, where you want to be and where the ducks want to be. And don't rule these out if you want to be you know be somewhere that's flat and it doesn't have a lot of cover because you could probably get these layout lines to work in your favor out there if that's where the waterfowl wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do it for geese, but don't be afraid to do it for ducks either. Well, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. Uh, I, I can't think of anything else. You no, think of anything else? That's a, that's about it. I guess I'll let you guys know if I'm layout blind, layout blind hunting next week so yeah. on the next podcast. But Absolutely. Yeah, duck season is in three days. And are you are you ready? I mean, I'm ready for duck season, but it's also the rut. So my yeah. mind is torn. I was thinking this way this weekend. It was going to be a hybrid for me. I was going to duck hunt in the morning, and I was going to deer hunt at night. That's not a bad philosophy yeah, at all. So I don't think I'm going to get anything else done. Yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> am not going to get anything done. Uh, it's definitely it's going to be little sleep, lots of time in the field, whether it be a layout blind, a tree stand, a marsh, a duck boat. I won't see um, the inside of my place. I'm going to be on the road somewhere. Yeah. So other than that... Um, guys, if there's anything you want to know about these blinds, we've got videos of them on, um, YouTube. Yep. We've got them on our website. Hit us up on social media. We'll be free to answer any questions, but, um, they're, they're legit. We love them. So that's it.